0: Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. 26 and 33. 26 and 33. The last five years that's mediocre. That's not Florida State. That's not what we are about. Um, we're about winning conference championships, national championships, and just competing at a high level. Um, and you know, 26 and 33 is just not the standard. Um, I've like I like a lot of things that Mike Norvell has done with this roster. The two years that he's been the head coach, but I'm not gonna say 2022 is a make a make or break year. Um, because he hasn't completely flipped this roster, but you can't go. Um. Four and eight, or whatever it was, five and seven. That can't happen again. I mean, I would say at least getting to a bowl game would be a step in the right direction. Um, just being competitive in every game would be a step in the right direction. Looking functional, looking, um, you know alert, a sense of urgency, having all those things on offense, defense, and especially special teams. Special teams is such a, uh overlooked part of the game. Um, I mean, you just seen it a few weeks ago when the 49ers won a playoff game on special teams and defense. But they scored all their points on special teams, two field goals and a touchdown. So special teams is, a to me, a vital part of the game. Vital. I mean, it can decide a game. And, um, you know, the next five years... We cannot go 26 and 33. I think it's going to be hard for this program to get back to any kind of sense of relevancy if that's the case. Jordan Travis has to, he took a big step last year. But, I mean, he has to take a quantum leap this year. Okay? I mean, we we have to talk at least ACC player of the year in terms of his quantum leap. He needs to be in that conversation. Um for Florida State to have a shot at just a winning record. Um and I'm not even gonna look past the first game. Duquesne, whatever their whatever their name is, you I mean after the Jacksonville state loss, can you really just say, okay, that's a win? I don't think you can. Um I think Adam Fuller got better as a defensive coordinator, but you know, there there's still room for improvement. Um I think adding on your boys, the linebackers coach and co defensive coordinator was a was a great addition that got the guy from from U uh UCF, the linebacker. And I'm, I'm, y- y'all know I'm not good with names, <laughs> and I should know these names, but I'm just not good with names, bro. Um, and I'll probably think of the name in a minute. batoon Tatum, Batoon or whatever his name is, the linebacker. He, he, I mean, he's a talent. Um, the linebackers coach that was head coach in Miami. He was uh. He worked, he's been to all three major Florida programs, which is like unheard of. So we'll see. I think the defense will be improved. I I, th- I definitely think that linebacker will be improved. I, I want to see can DeLoach continue to develop. Okay. DJ Lundy. Needs to lose about 20 pounds. He needs to get down to like 235. Then I think he could be something special. I think he's he's out there. He's too heavy, dog. Steven Dix, I don't know. Um uh, not good in pass coverage. Amari Gaynor, not good in pass coverage. I would I would move Amari Gaynor to to defensive end and let him be like a pass. Rush specialist on third down. I just don't see him as an every down linebacker, but hey, I could be wrong. I think the two guys you are gonna see the most out there is Batoon and Lundy. I mean not Lundy, uh Deloach. Deloach and uh Batoon. Tatum Batoon. If I mean even if if that if that's his name. I could be wrong. <laughs> I was calling the dude Jared Verse I was calling him Jared Curse for like a month so um I'm probably saying the other guy's name wrong but at at any rate okay the defense I think is going to be very good I think the offense is going to be a work in progress and you know what I'm about to say it's all about the offensive line I say it every week, and I'm going to say it every week. It's about the two tackles. And um, i say it, I've said it a million times, and I'll say it again. And I'm going to say it every week. Darius Washington is not a tackle, he should not be playing tackle. Anytime he goes up against an elite pass rusher, he gets exposed. Lloyd Willis has to get on the field. This will be his fourth year in the program. He has to get on the field. Um, I don't know who the other tackle is gonna be. Uh, What's the dude named Bless Harris? The the transfer from Lamar. We'll see. Um, You look at the schedule. I could see 7 and 5. I don't think you're going to beat Clemson. I don't think you're going to beat Florida. I don't think you're going to beat Miami. Um so that's what three losses. Then you're probably going to lose a couple two more games that you should have won. But certainly in the ACC, man, you should be competitive in every game. I think Clemson is going to be improved. Even even with them losing their um, offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator, we'll see now. Because their defensive coordinator was like the backbone of this team. And that defense really saved them last season. So we'll see. Um, I got a lot of respect for that guy. I can't even think of his name. He's a new head coach at Oklahoma. I got a lot of respect for him. Um, you know, several, I mean, not several, what, 15 years ago they played USC. And when, when USC was in their heyday, 2004, hell, it might be 17 years ago. And uh, they got destroyed. And for him to bounce back from that performance, when he, he was the defensive coordinator at Oklahoma, so... You know, and he comes back to Clemson and puts together I mean, it's all based on players. Any any defensive scheme is gonna look great if you have the players. But I got a lot of respect for that guy. Um and his name slips my mind. Every time I do a podcast, say so I don't rehearse my podcast. I just c I just start recording when when the when when the itch is there to record and i you know i don't i don't sit here and rehearse now when i first started i did i didn't rehearse i would write stuff out and i was a little bit more organized but it sounded too scripted and i wanted to i wanted it to be more of a free flowing type podcast and um but back 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 on point Clemson, I don't know who their offensive and defensive coordinator is going to be this year. But, um, it's, you know, I think they're going to be right there in, in in the conversation for the ACC championship game. But we'll see. I mean, Dabo doesn't call anything. He, he's just like a a, a general manager. He, he just... Delegates. So we'll see what happens. Um, Wake Forest is going to be right there. Because they're always consistently consistent. And um, Louisville is going to be good. With Malik Cunningham. Um, So. Um, I think Florida State has a shot. It's all about the combination of players they put on the offensive line that's really what's going to determine this thing i mean we all know the record from 2 2017 until now um so there's there's no there's no need to go and open i don't even know if these wounds are healed um you know i think i think the way back to being a great program is just it's just more of the attitude it's just more of the 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 coaching staff establishing a culture that going on the field and performing at a mediocre level is not acceptable And in some ways, in 2021, they established that. Um, Like I said in last week's episode, they have some hard decisions they have to make as far as personnel. Um, You can't just stick with a guy just to stick with a guy. Okay, if he's not performing to an acceptable level, you can't keep putting him out there. I don't care if he is the best player in practice, and you know they did that with a lot of players. You could you could just tell, um, and you know it cost us games. Um, I don't. You know, you just never know how a player is going to react when 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 they're on the field in a game, in a live game situation. And, uh, you know, not I mean, some of those games you were going to lose anyway. So I, I just don't see why you didn't try to get guys more experience. I mean, that's, if I could say anything about Mike Norvell that I didn't like last season, it was that. And, you know, he didn't cater to some of the the strengths of his offensive players. I think, you know, these offensive gurus and offensive wizards, they they, they have tremendous egos and they just feel like, hey, you're going to adapt to my offense. We're going to run this my way. Whereas cam Mcdonald, and I've said this many times he 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 can be a weapon on offense it was it was a couple of games where they threw passes to cam McDonald, and you know he looked real good i mean he they actually made a concerted effort to get him the ball, and he looked good and then there's just other games they just they wouldn't even. Look his way. I, I think when Cam McDonald gets to the pros, man, he's going to be something special. You know, depending on what team he goes to, if he goes to like the Rams, the Packers or the 49ers. I, I look for him to be something special, man. Um, But we got a long way to go, bro. But I I just think some of the some of the personnel that we have acquired on offense and defense um, is going to help us get to at least seven and five. Um, And, you know, I've seen some stuff on the Internet where people wanted to get rid of Mike Novell. Like you do you see the going rate for head coaches now? It's like at least nine million dollars. I I think we're still paying off Willie Taggart. You fired Norvell, you're going to be paying off Mike Norvell. And then you're going to have to pay the next coach 9 to $10 million unless you're going to go the group of five route again. And even then, you're saying 6 $7. you are not going to be able to pay a guy 3 $4, 5000000 million now. That's not the going rate. So... For better or worse, you you stuck with Norvell. I I say for better. I think he he's doing a pretty good job as far as recruiting. I think on the offensive line and the defensive lines, he's got you going in the right direction. No, by no means is it elite. I don't think we'll ever get back to elite. But even when we were rolling those four years, you know, undefeated, one loss, ten and three, ten and three. Um, the offensive line play was not elite by any stretch of the imagination. The defensive line play was pretty good, pretty almost elite. But, you know, to get those elite offensive and defensive linemen, you got to pay money, baby. And this was before NIL. Okay? You know... And I wanted to talk about NIL a little bit, man. Just, I'm not upset with it. I don't care if Texas A&M went out and bought the best class in history. More power to them. More power to them. Who cares? If they're doing it the right way, okay? If they're doing it the right way, I don't have a problem with it. Okay, we know Texas A and M is one of the big money programs in this country. Okay, Texas A and M is all money. That's George Bush money. Okay, that's you know what I'm saying. It should be no surprise to anyone. So I, I think I think you're gonna see a lot of of these programs get those type of invest- investors putting money into the program. I, I just think that's the that's the new thing now. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with these young men. I'm not gonna call them kids. They're young men, they're young adults. I don't have a problem with them getting paid. I don't. They're putting they're putting themselves in harm's way for entertainment and a game. They should be compensated. Okay? If you don't see it that way you're you're just selfish right i'm I'm just saying if you was eighteen and you was out and you was going to college to play football and you had an opportunity to get paid, you telling me you wouldn't take the money, okay, to help your family to help yourself you you bet you bet you you know what you would, so listen, man. More power to these guys. They finally getting a slice of the pie. And you know. They they see these guys getting six figures. Seven figures. Oh we got to put up guardrails. Come on man. Stop the nonsense. Make them pay taxes. And that's it. It's like any other job. So. That's it. Um, That's it for this episode man. Hope you enjoyed it. It's available on all podcast platforms. It's available on YouTube. Thank you for your support. Um, thank you to the people that listen every week. Um, the YouTube channel is really picking up traction. I like it, I love it. Thank you. Um and just the podcast in general. Um, you know, I'm getting more uh getting more spins on that, so Thank you for the support. I really do appreciate it. As always, go knows.